morning, Father. Good morning, John Ray. How are you today? It is a, a gloomy, kind of dark morning, beautiful day. Beautiful day, yeah. God created it. Here we are on episode 60. 60. Uh, the big six zero. Um, at least I'm 99% sure. I didn't go back and look at the, but I'm 99% sure it's 60. What's, what's fun about 60? Um, six plus zero is six. <laughs> it's six days of creation. There we go. There we go. <laughs> what else is significant about six? Mm. It's right before seven. Seven's pretty significant. Seven's the perfect number. Uh, it's double three, so it's got to be better than three, right? Three, three. There you go. Uh, no, I had a, a professor of mine who uh, turned, uh, you know, kind of turned a significant age, like 60 or something like that, 40, you know, after a landmark. And he said, yeah, maybe now I'll finally start to get some respect around here. <laughs> maybe we can go up to four listeners. Yeah, 60, maybe we could have six listeners. That would be great. We'd be blown up. Well, welcome to Passion Tide. Passion Tide, everyone. That began yesterday in the fifth week of Lent. The fifth Sunday of Lent. And uh, maybe our listeners know or don't know, uh, actually on Sundays, our Sundays begin Saturday evening, right? That's why we're able to have uh, Sunday Mass on Saturday evenings, or if you pray the Liturgy of the Hours, it's Evening Prayer 1. And on Sunday evening is Evening Prayer 2. So does that mean our Sabbath rest and celebrations start on Saturday evening? Yes. So that means that it... Our Lenten, pen, our Lenten fasts can be lifted on Saturday evening? Yes. That means that Sunday evening we have to start them back, though. No, uh, it's all day Sunday. Um, oh. I mean, that's kind of that's how it works. So if you the- count up, and this is something I don't think we ever talked about, but if you count up the days from Ash Wednesday to, to, to Holy Saturday, essentially, um, you will see that it's roughly about 47, 48. It's not 40. Mm-hmm. It's more than 40. Um, and the reason for that is because Sundays cannot be a day of fast, right? Yes. Because they're a day of celebration. Yep. And you, you got it. That, I remember learning that, uh, like kind of counting the days of Lent, and I thought I had some big secret. I was like, oh my gosh, nobody, nobody knows. <laughs> we messed <laughs> up. <laughs> I said, well, we messed up. <laughs> we messed up our counting. Well, then we also have a couple of solemnities that are mixed in there, right? We mm-hmm. just celebrated the Feast of St. Joseph last week. We celebrated the Assumption last week. Mm-hmm. There's another feast that we've had. St. Patrick's is not one of them. No. We um, would like to. Well, this year was, kind of. The bishop um, gave some um, dispensations Yeah, he said, like, unless, if you take on a penance... You could another eat meat. Penance. Yeah. Yeah. But there, there's another feast. What am I missing? There's another feast that was mixed into Lent this year. Hmm. I remember it because in Exodus 90, early on, we had, uh, we had a solemnity that we celebrated, but I don't remember what it was. Not sure. Can't we didn't have a Marian feast in there somewhere? It's, <laughs> the yeah. days mesh anyway, together. So solemnities as well. Solemnities are like a Sunday. They're a day where, um, where it's a day of celebration. Mm-hmm. Father Shambo used to always say we should celebrate Sundays and solemnities with cake and ice cream. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of the beauty of kind of, uh, and we've talked about this before, like having your own household, like like a little church, and then celebrating the way that the church celebrates, um, like on Sundays, 
the whole family, they get together, they go do something. Or like for solemnities, okay, we're going to go out to eat and stuff like that. Like instead of just going out to eat or having celebrations, just like whenever you feel like it, it's it becomes much more special and much more rewarding whenever it's like these designated times. Okay, on Sundays and then on solemnities, we're going we're gonna to celebrate. Mm. We're going to go do something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... So... So here we are, fifth week at Easter, and and we started by fifth saying week welcome. Of Lent, not Easter yet. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. And if you go look at your pot, if, at your homily podcast tomorrow, it says the fifth Sunday of ordinary time. Because um, oh. I caught that after I published yours, and I don't know how to go back and correct it. So fifth. There you go. <laughs> there you go, people. John Ray is not perfect. And That's yes, a, I did just refer to myself in the third person. The, uh, <laughs> crushing our perfectionist mindset. <laughs> Good Lord is good at it. <laughs> so, um, so we're, we're in Passion Tide. What does that mean? Passion Tide is kind of uh, actually a retired term. Okay. It's not officially used by the church anymore, but people still use it all the time. And is it I'm, wrong I'm, to use it? No. Okay. I, I don't think so. Okay. No, because, yeah, it's not officially used by the church for this time period, but, like, I still use it. Um, the Passion Tide was a term that was used before 1955 revisions of Holy Week. Okay. And Passion Tide refers to this two weeks before Lent ends, this two weeks before Easter. And so if you haven't been counting, we're two weeks away from Easter. Yes. Yep. The fifth Sunday of Lent. So if you're foregone all your Lenten sacrifices and penances and prayers, time to start them back up. Yeah. Look, you bounce back like a ball. Yep. That's, it, it, that's really what it is. If, you, if you've been failing in your Lenten penances, that's okay. That's in the rearview mirror. Now, now you're moving forward. You have two weeks left. There we go. So we're going to bounce back. We're going to keep trying. We're not, gi- we're not giving up. That's, that's not an option. So, 100%. Um, Passion Tide refers to the last two weeks of Lent, and it kind of is this specific time where we hyper-focus on the passion of Christ, right? Of course, culminating on Good Friday, but Passion Tide traditionally is whenever you cover all of the statues in the church, all religious images, even in the household. Um, okay, asterisk footnote disclaimer. Um, if you're a parishioner here at St. Pius, you, you've not seen that since we've moved into the new church, and it's because there's just a lot of logistics that go into that and whatnot, and we're... St- you know, still a, a baby church, so to speak. Um, and so if you would like to help that happen and you know how to sew, give us a call. Yeah, and that, that's legitimately how churches worked, the, uh, that the, pe- the congregation would help provide for the church so that everyone can benefit. And we've had plenty of people do that already. Yep. Like we've had people sew, I know a few people sew or even bought things for the church, either vestments, things for the altar, thing outside of the altar, yeah, all types of stuff. And what that does is, in regards to Passion Tide and covering the statues, it kind of has that holy um, distance. Well, in the church, and we've talked about this, um, the church in her wisdom engages our senses, right, in order to bring us and draw us into the mystery of who God is. And when you enter in the last two weeks and all of a sudden the statues are covered up. It, it's a visual reminder that, man, there's something different that's happening. Mm-hmm. 
absolute perfect way to explain it. I am perfect. <laughs> we oh, already discussed that. that. <laughs> there's that pride again. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, but <laughs> removing those images, it it's like, man, something's different. Something's happening. And then finally, whenever a Good Friday happens and we're able to see the cross again, it's like, man, it. I forgot what it looked like. Mm. I'm I'm no longer just so accustomed to the cross or like, it, it nonchalant, I don't, doesn't even phase me. But now, like, removing it and then seeing it again, man, it's it's kind of stark. And then on, typically, all of the holy images are covered. And then on the Triduum, the Easter Sunday liturgy, the, uh, um, the vigil, during the Gloria, which we haven't heard since Lent began, unless you came to the solemnities, um, Whenever the Gloria is, uh, starts to sing, then all of the veils of the statues are removed, right, by altar servers. And that's like, oh, man, look, we're back. Uh, and it, it is a very, very, very powerful thing. If you've ever been to an Easter vigil and where they practice Passion Tide and they, they veil the statues and everything and then they they all remove it at the same time as soon as the Gloria begins. It's pretty, I think it's pretty epic. Well, it is because, I mean, again, going back to our senses, we're, and, and we'll talk more about this next week when we talk about Holy Week and the Triduum, but um, it engages almost all of our senses. Like we have hearing, we have sight, like we, we have all the things going on because we're in a dark church, right? We haven't heard the Gloria. For the last two weeks, the statues have been covered. And all of a sudden the Gloria starts and the lights come on and the bells start ringing and the statues are unveiled. Like it's just a, it is a glorious experience. You know, something has happened. Yeah. Something is now different in the world. Yeah. So Passion Todd, I, I love it. I, uh, hopefully next year and the years to come, we're able to do that here at St. Pius. But we have a lot of statues and they're kind of big. And so we need a big cloths, a big purple laws that were able to do that well and i mean not to mention the um the crucifix hangs you know 30 feet off the ground so but i want everyone listening all six of our listeners can you imagine a that big cross above the altar veiled in purple oh it'd be it would be so cool yep oh that would be epic i would totally climb a ladder to <laughs> to put that veil on easy i think we need scaffolding Maybe. Maybe I, we could put... But like, I think there's a way to do it. We can, like, ladder the ladders, right? So we put two ladders at the bottom, and then we put a ladder on top of those two ladders. We could just make some two-by-four scaffolding. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll put it to a vote. The democracy. <laughs> the church is a democracy. <laughs> so, uh, so Passion Tide, um, we, we cover the statues, the church around, right? The, um, and we practice some things here at St. Pius. Um, for example, last Saturday, our Exodus group, it was the last time we're going to be meeting on campus, right? Because our campus essentially shuts down for the last two weeks. So if you're ever around St. Pius, you'll notice that there's a gazillion cars almost every night of the week. I remember every, every day, all day. I remember my dad passed one whenever, like when I was first here and he calls me up, he's like, Hey, what's going on at St. Pius? I was like, what's not going on at St. Pius? No idea. So, um. But our campus is going to become, our parking lots are going to be, for the most part, 
empty in the evenings and on the weekends because other than mass and confessions, um, we're not, we're not going to have anything. We, we, we intentionally close our campus, quote unquote, air quotes, if you can't see me and mm. you can't cause we're not videoing. Um, so that we give our parishioners an opportunity to really draw into these last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And also our staff here too, you know, because our staff works more or less around the clock. I mean, they, they, they do a lot mm-hmm. to kind of help everything run. And so, and it is, it's making sure that our staff uh, is able to enter into um, these celebrations, right? Because like a big part of uh, kind of working at the church is that I too uh, am part of the church and uh, I need to, I need to enter into the ministries too. Yeah. So um, yeah, everything kind of quieting down all the way up until um, Divine Mercy Sunday, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Divine Mercy Sunday is the second week of Easter. We're not getting, we're not, we're not jumping and, that and, far. And ahead. really, that's a practical thing, like post Easter celebration, right? It, it it really goes back to you and Father, our clergy and our staff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Lent is a grueling time, especially Holy Week. If you work for a church, or if you're a priest or a deacon during Holy Week, you work almost a year in four days, um, and so that post. Easter through Divine Mercy Sunday is really for our staff to be able to take a breather. Yeah, I remember uh, hearing someone say, uh, Jesus is risen from the tomb and all the priests are dead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of you guys end up taking vacation. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I remember I had a, several priests that I was really close with that that first week after, of Easter after is Easter, they... like they're, they're out. You, you ain't gonna find a priest in Lafayette. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you will, but you know what I mean. So, um, so yeah, Passion Tide is just that last two weeks leading up until Easter where we're given an opportunity by the church to really draw in, to kind of reset, you know, like we started off. If you've foregone your penances, it's not too late. Like mm-hmm. we can really buckle in and buckle down and, and, and allow ourselves to be drawn into the mysteries of Lent and Good Friday. Yeah, and with Passion Tide beginning this past Sunday, and uh, we're kind of honing in on uh, the Passion of our Lord, uh, the Triduum. Uh, St. Pius is, will be this week offering our Lenten mission. Yeah, so, and that has become a tradition since um, Father Brady got here, really. We started, you know, making this intentional effort to quote unquote close the campus. Um, and at the same time have our Lenten mission, which kind of becomes a twofold thing, right? Uh, we close the campus so that people can come to the Lenten mission. And so, um, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Bart shoots, um, is going to be here. Um, Thursday, I think we begin at six 30. Uh, yes. Thursday, six 30 to eight 30 PM. Mm-hmm. Friday, six 30 to eight 30 PM. And then Saturday will be the final day. Saturday is, is kind of like morning to mid-afternoon, 9.30 to 3 p.m. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so Bart, just for a little history behind him, Bart um, is Dr. Bob Schutz's brother. Dr. Bob Schutz is um, part of the JP2 Healing, or he's the, probably the founder of the JP2 Healing Institute. 
they've been to St. Pius several times um, for their healing the whole person retreat and, and such. Um, and Bart has started up a new ministry, I think, in the last few years called uh, Church on Fire. Um, and, and that's the, the, the mission that we're going to experience this week. It's all about the church, us, being awakened to the reality of the Holy Spirit and our mission here on, in the world to evangelize. Um, I know that not long ago they were at a, at a church here locally and they, they sold out, like you had to pay to get in Mm. and they then started selling online tickets. So, um, so this is a free mission, right? Cause it's our mission. Um, and I would anticipate the church is going to be pretty packed. So you don't want to miss it and you probably want to get here early for a good seat. Yeah, I'm excited about it, and I'm glad that the, um, we're able to offer this uh, for our people. Yeah. So that's Passion Todd. Yeah, and it's a beautiful, um, it is a beautiful tradition within our church that um, it engages our senses. Um, you know, hopefully in the future, we're able to offer in regards to covering the unveiling our statues so that our people can really kind of see and uh, interiorly move uh toward the passion of our lord even in an in another way because we definitely try to do that in in every way possible that we can but this would just be like an added way uh of liturgical nuance that we're able to move toward the passion and resurrection of jesus uh and our lenten mission will be able to offer that for a lot of people so we look we hope to see all the this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at the Lenten Mission. We look forward to seeing y'all this weekend at Mass. God bless. God bless.